Forget that. I don't want to look stupid. Well, all right. One of us. It's too late for that. Welcome back to Bourbon and Badges, the podcast. Studio 77. That was my line, man. Yeah, I know you said it before before <laughs> me a while ago. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> hey, we're back here with Barry Chris. What we try to do is get the best bang for our buck. We had yes, Barry. We we're paying him nothing. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. Barry was in the studio, and uh, we it's going to air. The first one we just did was going to air, uh, or did air, August the 30th, 2021. Yeah. We always do it. Try to do a second one when we get a good guest in, in the studio. To uh, No good ones are available, so we got yeah, better. So All right, thanks. Appreciate that, guys. It's the thought. So yeah. welcome back, Barry. We appreciate you hanging out with us. And I do want to uh, – now, we had Knob Creek 12 years. I guess we'll finish drinking on that while we're doing this. And whatever. Uh, and I don't know when this actually aired, but uh, Barry, we appreciate you being here. Oh, yeah. No problem. Glad to be here. Appreciate you being up. As soon as we got re- finished with the – primary podcast these two idiots i'm sitting here with start talking about some plungers whoa save that so let's what's the plunger story it's about how to use a toilet plunger i'm right and barry's wrong what what prompt oh i knew what had prompt a plunger <laughs> well, but, you said it reggie stopped your toilet up oh he did just one time oh in the studio studio 77 oh, uh, yeah one, one time one time and i took care of it but the I, and i was going into the handicap toilet you know because we're all getting older and i asked you did you have a handicap toilet what why makes the toilet a handicap toilet? And why would I have one? <laughs> you old, you're older than me, right? I don't know. <laughs> you are but you, but you have a handicap, handicap toilet. Yeah, I, I replaced all of my toilets with handicap toilets. I mean, they're not handicapped. Well, what I what mean, makes them a handicap it, toilet? It's, it's not really handicap. Maybe that's a bad word. But uh, it's higher. It sets up higher the chair part of the toilet. We call it pooped challenged. Well, I mean, you don't want to squat way down. <laughs> that's the, whatever. <laughs> It's about 18 and a half inches from the floor. I, I really got into this. 18 and a half inches from the floor to the to the toilet lid. And you researched all this? No, I just looked on YouTube. That's called research. It's easy. You just go on YouTube. <laughs> and that's where I got the specs. So, so you're sitting so, at... Go ahead. So you went on YouTube, and you had to go on YouTube to figure out how to use a plunger? Well, first, by the turd proper... Rattler. Turd wrestler. Toilet, because I needed one, because I'm getting older. I'm a little bit heavier. So you're sitting at the house. You think... I need a different toilet. Yeah, toilets. Let me go to YouTube. And Correct. Look at, look at toilets. Well, I mean, it's like the new. So, one, what did you type in on YouTube to look at toilets? Proper height of a like a handicapped toilet, like the the the, the height that you need to go on because you go to Lowe's. Got so you don't want you don't squat anymore. You just want to lean. Yeah, gradually. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get down where I so, can't get up. So you got a bar stool for a toilet. Yeah, I guess you could call it. I mean, it sets up 18 and a half inches. Some of them are 17 and a half. Everybody knows that. The new toilets. Oh, did you know that, Hound Dog? I knew that there are ones that are taller than others. Correct. I didn't know they were handicapped toilets. Well, maybe that's the wrong word, but I'm saying handicapped. But, I mean, that's it's just 18 and a half inches. Oh, or remind seven. me, okay. I've got a handicapped toilet story <laughs> later. All right. So, well, we do too, obviously. But go measuring like the restaurants. Go look at the handicapped toilet. How tall so, they are. Did you go out to the Longhorn and whip out your tape measure and measure the toilet? 
No, I didn't have to do that because I can look now and tell you which ones is higher. I mean, so you, you're you can, you can <laughs> you're a total oppenor. Oppenor. No, I mean oppenor. There you go, aficionado. Well, you learn as you get older. Aficionado. He's a toilet aficionado. An expert by now. Because yeah. I bought three of them. So how'd you guys get on the plunger thing? Well, you still about Barry don't Barry don't know how to use a plunger. No, you tell me, and maybe we have to put it to a vote. How did it's the proper use of a a turd wrestler, a toilet plunger, turd wrestler, whatever you want to call? It. I call it turd wrestler. Right. So here's the deal: you got your toilet, you got your back deposit, you got your deposit, <laughs> depending on the amount of the you plunger. got your deposit, <laughs> you got your waste, solid waste. You put yeah, the to- if you it put- wasn't solid, you wouldn't need the. T- <laughs> Let me get that out there. You you put the toilet plunger or turd wrestler or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Either way, just now, straight down into uh, the. Let's hole. set the stage. Hound dog center actually, basically as if he's holding the handle. Yeah, he's, demis- he's demonstrating. You got to do that. So you put it down into the bowl. Yeah. And you like pump it in there, and that- describe how you pump it, Reg. I mean, what are you talking? Just push about? it down. You push it down over the solid waste material where the hole is, where the, hole the drain is. hole. Yeah, but do you ever get spillage or <laughs> at home black backsplash? No, not necessarily backsplash. But we was talking about like when you. I was wearing my white shorts. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you had a a toilet like I do, you wouldn't probably well, the gallons per flush now is a lot. Uh, who cares about that? Well, I mean, we're talking no, about using the, that's how we're it talking about using the, We're talking about using the turd grass. Okay, two days ago or three days ago, I had this on my brand new nice toilet that i bought okay 325 for this toilet this is just not any toilet it's 325 for it yeah it is was, it cold or bronze no or? it was if you don't get a white one you got one of those donald trump ones don't you no but he was talking ones. about the gallons per flush that you get the, the ones now they don't have that many gallons in them so they stop up more and you got to flush it more to get the solid waste down Okay. You was talking about how to use the plunger. Yeah, you stick it down in there and pump it a couple times. You just times. don't stick it in there. You do. How the hell are you going to get it down? Okay, let's. here's how I do it. And I went to YouTube. Oh, I mean, everybody goes to YouTube. I don't need to go to YouTube to learn how to use a plunger. You went to YouTube <laughs> to see how to use a plunger? No, he did. I did. did. I'm not ashamed to admit it. I went to YouTube, and I saw a guy says that when you put the pl- a plunger in there, you sink it down in well, the but, water. But the backstory here, did you try and it didn't work? Yes. And I was getting mad. What kind of bricks are you dropping? Well, I mean. <laughs> Gold ones, obviously. It was, no, it was not just. <laughs> I guess it's the toilet paper, too. I mean. Too the, much fiber, Barry, in your diet. No, there wasn't enough water in the bowl because these new freaking toilets don't have enough water per flush. Did you do a per, uh, courtesy flush? I only flushed Half, one time. Halfway through your, your session. I do oh, yeah. now. You got to break it up. Well, I do now, but I didn't then. So I was mad. I bought this expensive toilet and it stopped up. And I couldn't do a $300 it. $300 toilet. 325 You get your case knife. And you cut these things in half. Then it'll go down easier. <laughs> I'm looking like, I believe you first. <laughs> I ain't believe you. No, I mean, you put it in. <laughs> you put good. the plunger in the water. And you gotta let the the bubbles come out. When no, you, that's defeating the whole damn purpose. No, you can't have air in the plunger because it won't work. It does work. Yeah, no. I thought the air in the plunger is what. No, 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 no. Facilitates the flush. The faci- All right. facilitates. No, the- uh, Steve's going on YouTube. <laughs> I'm looking at this. But when you put it in an angle, you put it in the bowl, you let the bubbles get out of the plunger, and then you, you let it gradually go down. You don't see no more bubbles. You put it over the drain hole. 
and you just slosh it two or three times. Boys, we have gone to a whole new low here. It takes about three times on an average. I just done it. Or to one the- time the way I said to do it. No. What kind of freaking turd wrestler you got? I kind of regular, just the cheap ass damn uh, dollar store special. You know, they got ones with air in them, like you blow an air canister through yeah, it. Yeah, but- with the uh, CO2 cartridge. Yeah, I didn't need that one. But I'm afraid you guys that- got me wanting a lot of candles. <laughs> no, no. I'm afraid that would blow the pipes out. I always thought you just stuck it in there and do what you did. but And it works perfectly. Maybe you got an older toilet. My, my new toilet don't work that way. I don't know how old your, your toilet is, but the new ones, I'm telling you. Well, the one one bedroom, I replaced it last year. It's, it's a, a year old. What'd you get it at? Lowe's? Lowe's or some, somewhere. Well, I got this and one. I didn't pay no fucking $300 for it. Because it was off-white, like bone, and I, I shouldn't have went with bone. I should have changed the sink, and this went white. But I had to go with bone to match the sink. And when you put the plunger in, air bubbles come out. You go up and down. <laughs> About three times, it's gone. And it worked just what, two days ago. What does that sound like again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I mean, never, there ever. is over 10 YouTube postings on how to use a toilet plunger. A toilet plunger. Correct. Or some goofball that don't know how to use a toilet plunger. Well, it'd be easy on the goofball because it worked. <laughs> well, how do you use a plunger on a toilet? If you have to Rule look number up. number one, do not lick plunger. Well, I wouldn't do that. So, if you have to look up on YouTube how to use a freaking plunger. Well, let me ask you, Reg. What the hell? All right, Reg, if I'm sitting there plunging the shit out of this thing. No pun intended. (laughs) The shit out. It ain't going down. And I did that on this new toilet. Uh, Let me me ask. Was it yours or someone else's? It's mine. Your pooper smells as poop. It was mine. All right. And it wasn't that much, but it wouldn't go down. I was just sticking in like old school. So, did you? did water start coming up like it was stopped up? Well, I mean, water was coming up towards the top of the wall. I was freaking out like, dude, it's going to overrun and be nasty. It's like floating <laughs> in the floor. <laughs> so there's another reason you ease the plunger in. You get all the bubbles out, Red. You see them come out, and you stick it over the drain hole. And you go, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. And then it goes three times, out of here. But every time. All right. What do you do with the plunger once you do with it? Rinse it off. Yeah. Where? Get in the sink or? I take mine outside. I, I usually, I can't tell you why. So you take it out back and wash the shit out of it. <laughs> take it out front and well, you gotta hose it off. You got to look in and make sure it ain't a turd in it or something. Well, there won't be if you use it the right way because it'll take it all down. I'm telling That's you. That's what right. I'm saying. You, if you got turd left on your plunger, you ain't doing it right. Well, no, I haven't. I've been doing it right because I haven't had a turd well, left on I guess plunger. we'll try this out one time. The next time somebody has a problem. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> video. Let me clean this up and tell a total story. Go ahead. I don't know if I told on prior a prior podcast or not. Working Vice. It is Jeff Wooten, Marty Smith, myself, and we have a the gay guys are tearing up the bathroom at the old Target. Where Gabe's is now here in Gastonia. So they have us go down there to work undercover and try to get these gay guys out because people can't use the toilet because all the gay guys hanging in there and doing what they want to do in the the men's bathroom at Target. Right. So we go in there. Long story short, and uh, Marty Smith, Jeff Whitten, I think it is, they're, they're waiting outside. I walk in, and, and this way it worked. We found out from an informant is you walk in, the guy, one of the guys be sitting in the middle of the toilet. He'll start stamp, stamping his foot. 
If you stump yours back, that means, okay, yeah, I might be interested. So he comes out of that toilet and goes into the very end toilet, which is a handicapped toilet. toilet. And then your job is to go in the middle toilet, and you got these dividers between you, and it's not what you think at first. There's a big hole knocked out in between the two. Uh-oh. What's for passing notes? What you do is you write notes on the toilet paper on what you may or may want to do, give or receive, whatever, and then they flush that, and the evidence is gone. Oh, I bet theirs didn't get stopped up. <laughs> well, the reason they use the end with the, the handicap told is the the giver sits there. And all you see is one set of foot feet underneath the stall. The receiver stands on the toilet facing the giver. Okay. And then the deed the deed happens. But anyway, as soon as that happened, is, you know, he wrote me a note. Yeah, he wants to do it. So I took the note. I reached in there and grabbed him. said, okay, guest on your PDA. I grabbed him and dragged him out the outside. And where's my backup? Third way that they look like <laughs> little about an inch tall the way at the very end, looking at power tools the way down at the very end. <laughs> What's old sale? Well, I taller at him and, and, and get back to the uh, PD. And Marty Smith tells a story. Yeah, Carver come out of the bathroom going, go down the bag. Go down the bag. I grab it. Oh, that's You didn't lose any, any evidence, did you? <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you, this guy was dressed – he had bleached blonde hair, two or three, four uh, pierced earrings per win- per ear, wearing silk pajamas. We get to the PD. He says, my wife's going to be upset, man. Uh, His wife? Yeah, says she's pregnant. I don't want to get her upset. Can you call her? I let her know I'm not coming home. So I called her, and she's like, what in the world are you doing down there? I'm like, woman, if you don't know, <laughs> if you can't look at this guy and tell. But he wanted to. Again, you're going to take this wrong, the wrong place. He wanted to work off his charges. I bet he did. Yeah. <laughs> so we put him down there, you know, with all the gay guys just hanging out and dressed in his pajamas and stuff like that, and he slayed him. He slayed him. I bet he was in there measuring the height of the handicapped toilet. He yeah, didn't I'm have sure he was. <laughs> yeah, Omar, get the end of the bear. Uh, the follow-up on that, I remember one time I was doing undercover, Reg set me up bad, man. It was on Main Avenue, and my goal, and I was new, I was nervous. I'd never done nothing like that. Ever. Let me tell you that there, ever. And uh, so they said, your your thing this night is to pick up the guys. Not the girl, but the guys. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going down through there in this old uh, green Camaro, Z28. And the deal was when when they commit, <laughs> when they commit, you're supposed to pump the brakes three times. You know, pump them. That was a visual sign. Even though you just wired up the wire, y'all know, never worked. That, that that wire never worked. Oh yeah, this is the old technology. Uh, yeah. This is what mid nineties. Yeah, like CB antenna. It's like it ain't gonna work. No, th- no this was in. When did you come in, device? I didn't come in about two thousand. Yeah, but oh, it okay. still yeah. was er, er, early nineties. Man, you wear that wire and it it actually It'd burn you. Yeah, actually burn you. It, it did so burn hot. me on a case where I had to go out and change it. Yeah, but, but this backlight we had, you know. So Reg and them, you know, we got you beat up. Don't worry about it. We got you back. I'm nervous. I'm going to main main street. There's a guy. He flags me down. You know, I pull past the guy, let him run, jump in the Camaro. Which shows intent. Which shows intent. I'm still a little, uh, well, I'm a lot of nervous. I've never picked up a guy <laughs> in my entire life. And uh, so. Good answer. <laughs> yeah, that's a dis- I never have. Well, you know, I picked him up and he gets in the car and he says, uh, he says, what you into? I don't know what to say. And he says, uh, what, what do you want to do? 
Not like Jim Poole, where he knows how to do all that stuff. I don't. He knows how to do it real good for well, some you, reason. You talk about the talk, not the not well, the, not the, the talk. <laughs> Let me get, get mad at him. He knows how to do the talk. Where not kind of. I don't know what to say to the guy. He said, "Look, I tell you what I'll do." He said, "I'll just give you oral sex." He didn't say that, but oral sex for twenty bucks sounds like a good deal. I get twenty bucks. I get twenty bucks out of it too. Come on. No, not me. I pay him. So I said, okay. I said that's what we'll do. I said, where do we go? He said, I'll show you where to go. Just keep driving. So I'm hitting the brakes. Boom, boom, boom. There ain't no lights coming on. And we're right behind him. And and I see him. You know, you're not supposed to go from uh, an undercover role to to law enforcement, right? So. uh I didn't do that. I didn't break the rule. You know, they told me don't don't do that. Don't go from UC to police. Just keep going. We, we got you. Boom, boom, boom. I'm hitting them brakes. Ain't no light coming on. I'm so, sure the back there laughing. <laughs> oh, that that me sweat. The guys started rubbing on my leg a little bit, and he says, "Uh, you know, is something is something wrong with your brakes?" I said, "Yeah, man. I think master cylinder is going out or something." He says, well, "You know, I, I can help you fix that." I said, is it going to cost anything? He said, nah. Well, after the $20, it might not. I said, so you can work on cars? He said, yeah, I'll work on it for you. I said, okay. You start thinking, this ain't a bad deal. <laughs> well, I get my car fixed. <laughs> so I'm in the br- And finally, these goomers, Bridge, they stop. They throw the blue lights on. I said, oh, man, you're my cousin. And we just got off of work. I said, well, what is your name? Because well, I got to know if you're my cousin. He said, just say Jim. Okay. Jim, so they separate, you know, you guys know, they separate and y'all give the story. Yeah, that's my cousin, Jim. We just got off of work. So Reg and him just dying laughing and the gig's up by then and they arrest him. Oh, I did the little report and they arrest the guy. I said, why'd y'all let me do that? Say, we want to see if he's going to do undercover. Good. I said, well, what, what's good? <laughs> he said, you didn't break it. You didn't go from undercover to cops. So we want to see if you, what we told you, you did it. I said, did I do good? Because I'm new, you know. <laughs> yeah, you did right. I said, man, don't ever do that again. <laughs> don't ever do it again because this guy was all over me. You know, it might have started happening in the car. What am I supposed? I ain't gonna let him do it. Steve's looking at me like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not gonna let you, him do you know, it. You know, this it goes down there, right? <laughs> it, it does go down from there. Oh, Barry, you should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, downhill. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, I'll be Reg got me now with the women. They did me pretty good on the women. You know, I picked up the women. Y'all help yeah. me out. Yeah, we had fun doing shit like that. I yeah, tell you, uh, I arrested one of the prostitutes. The first time she ever been arrested, her name is Tammy. And, you know, you know, you nice these ladies. They're, they're full of information. So it was always nice to them. But anyway, every time I'd see her, she'd tell everybody, hey, Steve was my first. You tell The first to bust you. Tell them, tell them I was your first to bust you. She always told me, well, Steve was my first. The first at what? The first at what? Paying? <laughs> busting her. So, oh. so I was first one to arrest her. I just wait sure of that. Okay. Oh, man. You, you paid. I mean, you didn't pay, but the buster. Well, you know, people people don't realize how crazy freaks are out there. Oh, yeah. We had one prostitute slash informant would have a guy come by once a week, give her a brown bag, circle around a few minutes, come back for her to poop in. Yep. Oh, geez. And he'd give I've her $100 for the bag. I've mm. heard stories about that. You was talking about the bathrooms earlier. We had to go to a bookstore. Because everybody was complaining about these uh, holes that was cutting these peep, you know, booths that you go and watch these uh, girls. What go- kind of bookstore? Uh, you know, adult. when you go adult bookstore. All right. Yeah. You know, get toys and stuff like that, magazines and old movies like way back in the 70s or something. So the deal was to go in there and see if they was doing any sexual acts. 
that seems like we could do that. And uh, so we go in there, and there's little booths that you go in and watch these girls go on wild videos. They couldn't show any triple X in the booths, but they could show them in the main screening area, like the old theater part where you go watch the big screen. So I go in this booth. It's the god awful thing I've ever seen in my life. The floor's life. always sticky. Oh, it's awful. It's tacky, sticky. How would you know? <laughs> well, I, I worked undercover there as well. well no, I knew because I was undercover. Thanks. That's what I'm saying. I didn't go there all my time. Off. We all worked undercover in these yeah. Yeah. establishments. Oh, yeah. First, dude got always got baptized <laughs> of these things. Well, it was scary. Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't know what to do. You know what I'm going to say. What? You got what? You heard me. Baptized. 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 <laughs> okay. Well, you know, put through the ringer, I guess. Somebody's got to give you hell now, Buck. Well, yeah, old Buck. Buck's like in my ear. Call him out. Call him out. Call him out. So when we get in there, this we go in the booth. I go in there. John, Terry, and a few other ones with us, and Chad Bingham. You know, Chad Bingham. You know, for guys know, he's all clean looking, look like Tarzan, all biffed up. You know, and uh, it was a female detective with us too. She went in there. See, we didn't know what night it was, and that had come into play in a minute. We just went in there. We didn't know it was a special night. So three three detectives. Well, there's more than three. There's probably about seven of us went piled up in there. All right. And one female. Uh, I'll say her name. Heather Hauser. She won't care. No, no you're act, You're not acting as you're all there together. You're just. Uh, well, me and Heather was trying to act like a little bit of a couple thing because we go in this main theater, like 1970s theater. And uh, so we, anyway, go back to the booth. So we go in there and these booths and these people are sticking their private parts through. They're sticking their hands through trying to grab your privates. Sticking her tongue, a mouth through there. You're supposed to, you know, stick things through too, you know. I'm not sticking nothing through. But, you know, they're sticking their stuff through there, you know. Like, you know, sticking their mouth and tongue and everything. You look at that. Oh, my God. Yeah, you go, like, I think I know him. <laughs> I hope not. Not that way. So I get out of the booth. I thought, I've had enough of this booth. Well, you know, it was called a glory hole. <laughs> it's a waist-high glory hole. You stick anything through, the, well, your parts. So every one of them had a hole about waist high. I mean, this wasn't cut with no pocket knife like in a prison or nothing. It was like a sawzall. It was real prison. smooth. It like smooth, you know. Well, it had to be a hole. <laughs> it was big, too. So, uh, yeah, it was big. So we, we get through, and Chad Bingham goes in there, and he comes out. He's like, dude, that's crazy. It's like a, a zoo in here. I said, I'm going to where it's a little tamer. So we went into the, to the theater, me and Heather. Well, she sits in front of him. I said, these guys are going to hit on Heather. They're really going, I'd hit on Heather. I mean, you'd hit on Heather. Nobody's hitting on her. I'm sitting back watching, and all of a sudden, I look on my left. They're on the hell out of Barry. They are. <laughs> he's, rich, he's right. They're looking at me, man. I'm like, dude, they don't want me. They want her. They don't want her. So all of a sudden, this guy was performing oral sex on three guys. They were lined up behind each other. One had his pants down, getting serviced. Another one's getting himself ready to get service. Juicy lube. Yeah, he was ready. Believe me. So we go out of there and I grab lube. <laughs> well, it was off. I've never seen anything like that. Um, oh, and on the movie theater, there's old triple X stuff like Johnny Holmes videos up there. It wasn't like modern day looking stuff. It was like 70s stuff. They weren't paying attention to that. They was busy. So I go out. I said, I put one around Vic Yeager. Trying to act like we belong there. Yeah, don't explain anything to us, brother. This no, no judge zone. We don't judge. Well, Vic would tell. I put my arm around. I said, "What are you doing?" I said, "You got to go in there and see this because I'm not going to be the only one testifying in court on this." 
<laughs> it's not going to be me being embarrassed. Just me. Uh-uh. I go in there. He's still doing it. He's just laying it out. He's just going to town, boy. Better than any movie you ever see. Well, we go. In. <laughs> how, how many homosexual movies do you watch? I'm talking about, you know, sex. So so we go out, and obviously we get a game plan together. We're going to go in there and bust them. We go in there, y'all. Hey, we the police. They thought we was the village people. They wouldn't stop it. <laughs> <laughs> they was continuing to have sex. I said, look, we're the, we're the real police. Stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> and he kept on. I said, dude, we're the police. We can't, I didn't want to put hands on him. I mean, he was, well, he was, you know, on his knees, and the guy was standing up. So we get them all finally quit. They finally believe we're the police. We're the real deal. So we take them to the office. We interview them. He said, listen, turkey, stop. Turkey, yeah. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Quit. <laughs> I'm scarred for life. And I'm really am. So we get in the interview room. They said, Barry, won't you interview him? I said, I ain't got to interview him. I saw everything. Just write a supplement. Write a report. Go interview him. Send me time they've been in there. Okay. So I go in there, and uh, one of them looked like Jeffrey Dahmer. I swear to God, looked like Jeff, the one that was given, the one that was really active. So he says, uh, about like you said about the wife thing, he says, he says you know, my son finds this out. It's going to be awful. I said, are you married? Yeah. He said, but she's not with me no more. I'm thinking Jeffrey Dahmer. You know, I'm thinking this guy looks like Jeffrey Dahmer. He, he done ate her. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, he done ate everything else. <laughs> oh, that's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't slowing down. <laughs> he looked like that guy that ate all the hot dogs. What's the hot dog? Oh, uh, What's his name? Joey Chestnut. Joey. He's doing better than Joey. <laughs> Steve, that's pretty good. <laughs> He'd have won that contest. So I got. I said, I can't interview this guy no more. <laughs> so I'll jump in and interview the other guy. He's a professor at some college. He's married. He's from South Carolina. I said, well, what the hell? He said, well, you know, everybody's got the vices and stuff. I said, apparently, he said, uh, I don't know. This is a place to go. This is this is like two states over. I come over to this place. It's rocking. He said, by the way, did y'all not know what night it was? I said, what do you mean? He said, it was gay night. I said, well, which way, which night straight night? So we know to go on the straight night. He said, <laughs> He's like, how would I know? I don't know. <laughs> he said, I can't tell because I only come on gay night. You're right. I said, well, we blew that one. No so, pun intended. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. There. The other guy blew that See, one. Yeah, <laughs> I keep getting in trouble. I got to stop. So the guys had to go to the bathroom, both of them at the same time. So we take them down to the bathroom. They didn't start cutting holes in the, in the no. walls. The- I said, y'all both really got to go. Yeah, we got to go bad. So I'm taking them down there. And John Terry's with me. He said, we go in the bathroom. You know, He's like, hey, dude, you packing lunch? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go in. But we got, you know, policy, you got to go oh, yeah. with them. Yeah, you have to go with them when they got to pee. You, you have, have to, to escort them. them. Everybody knows, you know, in case they go do something stupid. Yeah. So we go in there and I slip, boys. Separate stalls, please. <laughs> Separate stalls. And the guy said, you think we really do that here? I said, yeah, I think you really would try it. So anyway, we arrested. But I, I never forgot. I mean, it, it could go on, but that was horrible. Yeah. Hey, they took us to the police station. How'd it go? Man, it sucked. <laughs> it really did. And I had to write that up. That was awful. But yeah, but you find most of the time they come in and just plead guilty and want it just under the radar. Oh, yeah. yeah, they don't want anything. Uh, yeah, we didn't have to go to court. To I, I wouldn't have went to court on I, I wouldn't want to testify to that. That's well, tell awful. You, and you guys may have done this as well. You know, we used to do the uh prostitution sting. We put a female officer out there. Yeah, we did. And then they'd proposition her and we would stop them, get all their information, but then arrest them. And then 
first shift, about a month later, you know, you get all these warrants and you go around these people up. You knock on the door and of course, oh, yeah. they're He's, eating breakfast, getting ready for work. And, kind of shame them. Oh, yeah. Honey, why is the police here? <laughs> well, we used to publish their name in the paper, I think. Oh, right? yeah. Name and picture. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. that was one thing. You think about it, they go home to their wives and they ain't no telling what kind of diseases uh, like, they we got. We put a... Yeah. Like I said, we we put two officers out. One we put out this one really really good looking female officer, and no one no one stopped. No one. Oh, they knew. Oh yeah, dude. We had this one that borderline put her out there, man. She slayed them. Yep. (laughs) But the 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 good looking new one we put out there. Only only person wouldn't leave her alone was he. Police. Yeah, and Mark, you know, oh. everything in the world. Listen, you need to go. Go. Yeah, she, he, he, she, she's fresh out of rigging school. Nobody knew her. And he's going, oh, how you doing? Yeah, she's fresh. All right. Oh, yeah. And he, she had to keep telling you, you need to go. Well, you know, we also tried to scare the prostitutes. I think, Reggie, remember this. Uh, we had an occasion where we uh, had this undercover, Big E. Yeah. And, uh, you know, once he picks up the female, you know, they drive around. They're supposed to go to a designated spot. If we don't stop them before that. Well, this night we'd stop Big E, and there's a prostitute in the car. So we separate them to get the story. Now, you know. now Big E was, was the undercover. He's a police yeah, officer. He, he, work, work with us. Yeah, Big E's undercover. He, he was good at what he did as far as you know picking them up. He was perfect, good undercover. So he picks them up, and this night we decide we're going to scare the prostitutes because they need to. They never know who's going to pick them up. We've had prostitutes get murdered. You know that. Oh, a couple yeah. of unsolved prostitutes. Oh, yeah. Well, the one with the pooped in the bag, you know, she got she got murdered. Well, see, I mean, we thought we was doing a, a community good service here. So we separate the prostitute and Big E and uh, it's on Webb Street right there at Marble Falls. And uh, so we said, we're going to play it. Not a trick. That's a bad word. We, we're going to scare this prostitute. A joke. A joke. a joke. Practical joke. Well, it was a scare tactic because it worked. But it worked. <laughs> it really worked. But it was a joke to us. It was a joke to us, but to scare. Oh, gosh. So, <laughs> so we, pop, we popped the trunk. And we start screaming, there's a body back here. Jesus Christ. Got, we finally got this guy. He's got a body. Prostitute passes out. She did. So wait a minute. You stop the car. We stop the- She's there with the bad guy. She's off to the side, and we separate them, trying but to no, get the stores. Is- oh, uh, E. Big E, we separate yeah. him okay, from the all right, prostitute. All right, I'm, I'm yeah. up to speed now. And yeah. he's in handcuffs. Yeah. And, you know, because, you know, act like we've been looking for the Big E, you know, maybe a suspect in a murder or something. So we handcuff him, playing it off good, and he's like, he's he's playing the part good, remember? Mm-hmm. Get, you know, being upset with us, and she's over like, oh, yeah, I'm known him. He used to give me a ride home from work. Yeah, right. And, and the body thing just come up like sporadic. Just, you know, let's pop the trunk and see what we got in here. <laughs> oh, my God, there's a body. <laughs> Bam, dropped. <laughs> I thought we, we killed her. Passed out. Passed yeah. out. I said, we didn't mean it do that to her but it worked i mean she believed it i don't think she ever thought anything different i think the next we did that again and i remember when we popped the the trunk on this next one and said the same thing to it you know with a different prostitute big e took off running oh yeah that is right yeah he did <laughs> he took off running like a bad animal. i mean we tried to be scaring them you know so they wouldn't do it again but it didn't yeah. stop them no, it i mean no, drugs no yeah drugs is gonna make them come back to that but yeah. we we tried so uh but no, the prostitute things I didn't like that. I, I wasn't good at that. Was you good at that, Steve? I got I got two two stories about that very thing. Was you good at that, Reg? I did career development when Steve was in Vice, and, and he was good at picking up people. Well, what kind let, of people? Let me. I got two stories here. One is, <laughs> hey, I'm in I'm in uniform, 
Mm-hmm. And I'm in my black and white, my police car. And since no prostitute, you know, now I was nice to them because they're just a plethora of information. Oh, yeah. oh they know everything. Now we had one officer, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna mention Jeff Wooten's name, <laughs> but they despised him because he, he just didn't like him. He, he, he used to live in that area. He had to deal with all, he grew up and deal with that stuff. He, he despised the prostitutes. But I was nice to him because he'd ask me, why, why are you so, always so nice to him? Plethora of information, man. They'll tell you, if you're nice, they'll tell you anything you want to know. They yeah, know. They will. They know everything. They see it on the street. But this one, you know, knew me from, yeah, I, I, I had arrested for being a prostitution before, and she's walking down the road, and I stopped and said, girl, you got to go. You know, if you got to go for you, I'm going to jail. I mean, you go home. She goes, I'm hungry. She said, uh, everybody calls cops by the last time. She said, covered. Why don't you go get me a burger from McDonald's? I'm in my marked police unit. I'm in my black, I'm in my uniform. I go, what I get from my, what do I get from my, if I get you Amber, what I get? Uh-oh. She goes, oh, you arrest me. I said, girl, ain't no way I'd arrest you. She goes, real? I said, for real. She goes, Pull around the corner. I'm in a police car. <laughs> what you so I pull around and she said, uh, you know, she, I can't remember what she possibly, you know, going to give me sex for a burger. I was, I well, guess, something of value. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. Just, I said, all right, you're under arrest. And she's smiling real big. Really? Yep. So getting his car. She's like this, bent over and smiling at me and stuff. <laughs> I said, give me your arm. She said, okay. She's thinks, she thinks, I guess, all role playing. I don't know about the time I come. What are you doing? So you're going to jail for solicit prostitution. <laughs> well, you lied to me. You said you wouldn't take me to jail. And that's her defense at the front of the magistrate. He lied. He said he wouldn't take me to jail, so you got to let me free. He just shook his head. But you never did tell her you wouldn't take her to jail. No, I never did say I'm going to take you to jail. Exactly. Did you get her a sandwich? No, at, I didn't at, get her the, at the jail. <laughs> but hey, from that day point, every time I see her, she just yummy hamburger. I figured you were hamburger. From that day on, that's what she say: yummy hamburger, and not just any hamburger. McDonald's. Yeah, something. Well, a little bit, but maybe Ro's. Maybe Ro's. <laughs> Let's talk about Ro's for a minute. Ro's barbecue is a barbecue establishment that's been in Gaston. Is since. it a national landmark? Uh, I don't know. Well, well they make their own slaw. They, yeah, they, this has been in, in business since the. 40s jeez maybe. oh forever yeah you, long you, before we've been on this earth and i tell oh, yeah. you up till recently all they had was male curb hops yeah yeah that's changed yeah but <clears throat> barry grew up behind ro's yeah and uh i know these stories because <laughs> i love barry's stories because i've heard them probably a thousand times yeah and every time it gets even better so this one particular time, Barry and his brother, Larry, twin brother, Larry. Go figure. And uh, they've been out cutting grass. All day. All day long on a Saturday or, or whatever the day was. And their whole goal was to get them a sack of RO sandwiches. Got that right. Barbecue sandwiches. Mm-hmm. And after they've been cutting grass on their bicycles, yeah, well, we was using the bicycles to pull the lawnmowers to different cutting, different old ladies' houses we was cutting. Right. So we was taking the bicycles and pulling the lawnmower behind us. So we go to yard to yard to yard. We'd pull okay. the push mowers. We didn't have no riders. So you get this sack of sandwiches, as we call them in the South. Yeah, we worked hard for them sack of sandwiches. <laughs> so <laughs> I want you to tell everybody what happened with the uh, with the guy. Trying to get your sack of sandwiches. Yeah, we'd cut grass. It was hot. And, uh, I mean, we was hungry, man. You know, R.O.'s at that time, there again, was the only restaurant. We didn't have McDonald's and Hardee's. And we didn't have a car. You had to ride the uh, city bus to get anywhere. Because we was poor. We didn't have nothing. So we cut grass. And this particular day, we said, we're going to get some sandwiches. 
So we go to our road. We got a sack of sandwiches. And we was <laughs> coming up a, beside the Salvation Army Church, which is a steep hill. And we had to get off the bicycle because we had the sandwiches and we've got the lawnmowers and the bicycles, and we're coming up this steep hill, and we just couldn't do it all together. So we get off, we walk on our bicycles and sandwiches. This guy, guy come up. I won't mention his name, but he come up, a local guy that we knew, and he pulled out a knife. And he, all of those other sandwiches. He was robbing this, us. This is how good the ROs is. <laughs> well, he was robbing us for the sandwiches. Yeah, ROs is really good, and I still eat there all the time. We was right? committing a felony to get the sandwiches. And uh, he come up, and he says, Giving him sandwiches. I said, No, I ain't giving him sandwiches. He said, Give him up. And he had the knife. And I said, well, I mean, grew up in the side of town we grew up in, that was just natural. You just fight. It was a rule. I mean, you don't give up your sandwiches, and especially RO sandwiches. So he got the knife out. You know, he's going to cut me. And I said, You know, the only thing I got between me and him is my bicycle. So I had to. Now, was the lawnmower attached to it? No, no, no. We just pull the lawnmower. You know, you had your bicycle, you steer it one hand, and you pour the lawnmower with the okay. other hand. Right. So you had the sandwiches and your, and your bicycle in one hand, grasping the sandwiches and the handlebars, and pulling the lawnmower. So and, wh- where was Larry? Well, he was beside him. He had his sandwiches. Oh, on a different bicycle. Yeah, I mean, he had his bike. Okay. We ain't that poor. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Red. Well, I, I never knew where Larry was there. Another. Yeah, he was right beside okay. of me. All right. But the guy was closest to me. So he pulls the knife out. And he's robbing. Well, he's robbing both of us. So I took that bike on that I could think of, and I pushed that bike on him, and it, he got tangled up in that freaking thing. And he, that bike went down that hill, and he got tangled. I went down there and popped him in the damn head. I wore his ass out, boy. And I jumped back on them bi- that bicycle. We got the hell home. Eat them sandwiches. Ain't nobody getting them RO sandwiches. Man was committing robbery. He was a felony. And, yeah. Armed robbery. And later on in life, nice dude. He was poor like we was. He just didn't cut grass that day like we did to get them damn sandwiches. Oh, well, he got to earn them sandwiches. <laughs> he was going to earn them. Robbery. But he didn't get them. Oh, man. That's so funny. ROs don't know that story, but. Well, give him a shout out. ROs is a. <laughs> It is a barbecue joint here in Gastonia Bend. It's like since the mid forties. Yeah, and excellent sandwiches. They're known for their slaw. They even got their slaw now in what uh, supermarkets and stuff. Oh yeah, you can buy it grocery stores. I mean, it's good sandwiches. Oh yes, well worth well worth the the trip if you in around Gastonia. I mean, there was no other place to eat. Number one and number two is a very good place to eat. Oh yeah, and And you're not going to give them up. And it's a block and a half from your house. Well, it's a couple blocks. I mean, like I said, we didn't have a car, but it's a couple blocks. But yeah, that's not far. Well, away. you're only 31 at the time, so. No, we was younger, <laughs> <laughs> younger than that. Hey, when y'all was in school, I want to ask you this right fast. You know, we was all poor, I guess, growing up. Maybe Steve. I mean, he was poor, too, probably, wasn't you, Steve? Oh, yeah, I grew up in Ranlo. Well, you was poor. <laughs> so, you know, Reg might have been. I'd have been a guy trying to get your burger. That's oh, how poor I was. <laughs> you ain't get my. If it's all roads, you ain't get. I'm just telling you right now, man. That bike hurt when I went down that hill. <laughs> was you like that? Well, you changed a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think that was you. But no, you know we, you know, in school, kids can be cruel. You know, they can be mean. You know, laugh at you. You know, like that. And I never forget we was at Hunter Huss, and the Hunter Huss they had these blue ID cards, and on the blue ID cards they would write on there F for free lunch. And an R for reduced lunch. Well, I mean, we got the F because we, we was poor, you know. And I never forget on the intercom, they said, that, will, the, will the students receiving the free lunch cards report to the auditorium, please? And you're looking around in the classroom. You don't want to get up. <laughs> that's, sad. that's sad. We're laughing. That's so sad. <laughs> you don't want to get up. But you hungry. 
<laughs> if you don't get that, you gotta eat, that. brother. Gotta eat. I'm looking around like, I'm gonna be the first one to get up. So you go in there. I still got that freaking card. I'll bring it. So I, I, it motivated me through life. Does it still work? No, it's hundred. Hundred. I go in the auditorium. They're taking pictures. Well, you got the big F on there. It's not for anything other than free. And, you know, to reduce is like the middle class people, you know, if you're middle class people. And then if you're a paying customer, you're the rich kids. Well, we never paid. <laughs> you got breakfast too out of that. So that card was good for breakfast and lunch. Oh, well, y'all man. laugh about it. What would you do? I'd go eat. <laughs> you go eat with that go free eat. lunch card. But I never forgot that. That motivated me. I said, I'll never again have that happen again. Well, I got to stand up. And be embarrassed to get this freaking lunch card, but I wouldn't got that damn thing, and y'all would have too. Y'all remember the government <laughs> cheese, the block cheese? Steve's looking. Um, you didn't get that in Randlow? No, we couldn't afford. We couldn't afford. We couldn't afford block cheese, my government. <laughs> well, I don't want to take up all the time, but the government USDA block cheese. Y'all don't. Y'all never got into that. See, I've, that's I've why you had to have the. That's why you had to have the plunger now. All that block cheese. <laughs> it was the damn best cheese that you could get. It was a big old long, about a foot long block, in a brown box. It was USDA government cheese, solid piece of damn cheese. Did it say cheese or cheese like? No, it was cheese. <laughs> uh, they give it out like Bosnia relief out there when you stand out there at the school. They had it off the back of a truck. Y'all never got that. Oh, I never did get that. So you didn't have the freaking lunch card. Right, I, I'm gonna tell you, but I grew up in low lunch card. <laughs> I was the guy. Reduced. I was the guy hackling you over the <laughs> oh, the free lunch card. Is that not bad? I bet that's, kids, that's sad. <laughs> kids you wouldn't know, do that now. No, you know that's sad. But it made me better. What do you think, Red? You think it made me better? Yeah, I think it did. I think it did. I, you know, all three of us known each other since 1986. Yeah, and yeah, I think I think it did. You know, better. And, you know, and getting back to the west side of Gastonia, <clears throat> sometimes it gets a bad rap. But, you know, I'm glad I did grow up in the west side. You know what? Well, you know what? Call Good it. stories. Like, call it. When somebody calls you out, everybody at this table knows what that means. Right, Rich? Oh, Steve? yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. Call out means what? You go. If they call you out in front of your house, this is the rule. You got to go. Well, you take your shirt off first, Steve. Because well, you don't want to. we didn't have shirts. So. <laughs> <What? laughs> hey, the girls didn't either, so it wasn't too bad. <laughs> Why did you take your shirt off for? The fight. You didn't want to mess it up. No, you didn't want to pull over your head and tie you up because that was a West End rule. I mean, I pull your shirt over your head and just pop you in the head. So you take your shirt off, but it hurt on that pavement because you get scratched up. So it's, you know, kind of a double edged sword. So if they call you out, happen all the time, you got to go out. If you lose the fight, it's better than not going out. Oh, that's yeah. true. Because you'd be just made fun of the rest oh, of your life. Oh, you a bad fight if you lost the fight. If you didn't go out, you was a chicken. Oh, you was a coward. Just like the school bus. <laughs> Oh man, the school bus. Tell the school bus story. Uh, you, I don't know. We ain't got enough time. <laughs> it would do. Oh, we got plenty of time. Got plenty oh, of time. Well, it was a bully on the school bus. And this bully <laughs> had flunked like three years in a straight, man. So he was like 21 in the sixth grade. <laughs> he was big, man. <laughs> and my brother Larry's going to die when he hears this. This bully was big. Man. I was afraid of this guy. He sat at the back of the bus. Y'all, y'all rode the school bus, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bully sit where? I did. Steve Randler. Yeah, I did. I, I grabbed the bus. Did you have the short bus? I don't know. <laughs> there you if go. You if you don't know, you did. <laughs> there you go. If you don't know. We just called it the bus. You rode the bus. Well, you couldn't have been the, maybe you was the kid, but anyway, this bully sits in the back. Well, me and Twinkles, you set middle ways. <laughs> Twinkles. 
So this guy sitting in the back, and in the wintertime, he put all the windows down on the school bus. And it was a bus driver named Dan. I never forget Dan. Dan smoked pot. He'd pick us up. He smoked pot on the damn bus. <laughs> Bully back here. I'm not going to mention his name. Well, in case you're listening. <laughs> you never know. He might, pull, get, he might get out of prison and come see you. Probably in San Quentin. So he puts all the windows down. He goes to the front of the bus because the wind's not blowing in the front. It's blowing in the windows. Throw all the windows down. We're all freezing. But you didn't want to put your window up because you did it pop in the face. <laughs> man, you got all these sad stories growing up, man. This is so sad. And then when you get off the bus, he'd stand at the front. Reggie loves this story. I know, this is the best part. He'd stand at the front. When you got to school, he get off the bus. Everybody had to jump off the bus to hit their head on the top of the down oh. door entry. You had to hit your head. Hope you didn't get hurt bad. He'd make you do it. He'd beat your ass. So I mean, he would <laughs> make would big. Then, then he'd make you do it again if you didn't hit your head. Oh, if you didn't go up high enough, he'd make you go jump again. <clears throat> True story. This guy was me. And Dan, the bus driver, didn't care. He must have got the pop from him. I don't know. <laughs> but Dan, he just let it happen. I guess he was scared of this guy. How old was he, 22, 23? What? Who? <laughs> me, me? No. <laughs> this is not a city bus. It was a school bus. Yeah, was, no, I didn't know how long he was in school. <laughs> oh, well, uh, I didn't fail. It was at a junior high. So anyway... Y'all remember open chest? Oh, yeah. When they pop you in the chest? Steve's looking like you don't know what that means. Yeah, oh, I yeah. not. Oh, man. Open I chest, just come by and just pop you as hard as you can. Yeah, I'm telling you, I had a pretty good child life. <laughs> you would have to, and whoever's popping you would have to say open chest right before they hit you. That's right. Reggie's a victim. Oh, I am a victim. Open chest, bam. Oh, oh it hurt, man. It hurt bad. It, it hit you right there in your breast area. Pow. he get all of us. But one day, we had enough of this bully. And me and Larry talked about it the night before it happened. I said, who's going to – Planned it out. Oh, we, well, we did. Who's going to get him first, me or you? I said, well, you're a better fighter than me, Larry. Maybe you can. He said, no, you can get him. I said, well, if we both get him, and he beats us both up, it's going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> if he beats both of Barry and Larry. He'd be bowing while we <laughs> – bowing while we got beat. Larry said, screw it. I'm going to go for it. I'm pumping Larry up all night. I said, you go for it, man. Get him. Get him. <laughs> Sacrificing your brother. You get his ass. Well, sure enough. So I don't have to. <laughs> we know we're going to get suspended. You always caught three days for fighting. You know that. Oh, yeah. I got my suspension papers. I got to stack them. Three days average. I, it was always three to five, but I got at least three. So, bully, here it is. It's going to happen. It's like Howard Cosell, the day of the big fight. Fraser and Ali, it's happening. Them planned it. So we get up. You're supposed to jump off the bus. Larry don't jump. He don't jump to his own. Larry went over there and he fall and he fall. And I was trying to get to him, believe me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to help Larry. Larry did his now Larry didn't win the fight all the way. I have to admit, the bully was big. But Larry held his own. I mean, and Dan the bus driver finally got through smoking the joint there. <laughs> he broke him up. Well, nobody got suspended on that. So, so you didn't jump in to help Larry? I was going to, but Dan busted up, if I remember right. Larry yeah, 15 minutes later, Dan no. busted up, but I didn't get a chance. We need to get Larry on No, here. Larry might remember. Cause Larry, <laughs> yeah, we not, need the real story. Larry did good. He did good. Larry, I mean, we were skinny as a rail, man. We looked like freaking people starving. Skinny. <laughs> <laughs> the government cheese only went so far. It ate pretty good. <laughs> no, the government cheese. Larry did good. Well, you know what? Didn't stop the bully. Didn't stop. Next day, he's doing the same thing. Well, I got the bright idea. I was going to put something underneath for open chest day. A book. I did a thick one. <laughs> <laughs> he come by. Pow! 
They hurt his damn hand. <laughs> he said, yeah, I'm ever. I said, what are you talking about? Fuck you. He started beating me up. So, <laughs> no, so I'm those, mad now. Those that can't see the, the podcast. So anyway, anyway long Barry's story. his fist up, shaking it in the air. Now, we got kidnapped by Dan, the bus driver. Dan, the bus driver. Oh, you went to Carowinds. We went to Carowinds. <laughs> now, remember, I know people, this is funny. West End kids didn't have any money. We got free lunch on a blue card that says F on it. We're all broke. We're, we ain't got no money. We can't get into Carowinds. I don't even know what it was. If it was a dollar, we didn't have it. So this day was in the summertime, and Dan, the bus driver, says, don't go to Carowinds. Well, we ain't got no money. He said, all y'all can run the gate. Just everybody, they can't get everybody. <laughs> run the gate. So we're all excited. Like We ain't going to school. All right, right quick. Carowinds well, is a let's an, back up. amusement <laughs> and, park. Oh, you're right. Go ahead. Yeah, amusement park. It's an amusement park on North Carolina, South Carolina. It's, yeah, it's a pretty big, big deal. Pretty it's big a, deal. Oh, very let's big. Let's back up. You're saying it's summer, so are you in summer school? <laughs> <laughs> no, not, it was in summertime. I mean, the Carowinds was only open in the summertime. Yeah, that was like May. They didn't have his Halloween stuff they got now. I mean, Carowinds wasn't that. It was big, but I mean, for poor West End kids, we didn't get to go. This is going to be an event. It's like Walt Disney. And you ain't going to school. Who wouldn't want to go to school and go to Carowinds? Yeah. It's free. Well, jump the gate. Oh, jump the style or whatever. We're rolling. We're all happy. Even the bully's happy. <laughs> <laughs> the bully's going to get to go to Carowinds. He's done flunked three times. So we're going to the bus runs out of gas. <laughs> really- we don't make it to Carowinds. Never got to go to Carowinds. Well, later on, Dan the bus driver got fired. It, they didn't charge him with kidnapping. He just said he was going to go pick up a student or something. I don't know. We ran out of and nobody told on Dan the bus driver. We were going to Carolyn's dude. Well, if they're listening now, they know. <laughs> That's funny. But those are some funny stories and those are just West End stories. <laughs> Dan the bus driver. Grief, man. Barry, if I can need to give you a dollar or something. Well, I'm good now. I mean, I mean oh, he'll, he'll take it if you want to it. Yeah, I won't turn it down. You, you, can, afford, it you can afford handicap tell us now. And your own plunger. I got three. <laughs> But I mean, you know, it was fun back then. We all had fun, you know. Yep. Did y'all collect fun. cans and stuff for money? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Hey, did you ever play the game kick the can? Oh, all yeah. the time. Oh yeah, I used to that was, more amusement. Yep. Kick Brand the can. Way. I mean, it was simple, you know. Yeah. But and did y'all go to the school bus and get on the bus? Stop. Yeah, I mean, a school bus to. stop. I mean, a school bus stop. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. When we, you went, though, what I'm trying to say was it a place that had like a restaurant or anything like no, that? No. It no, just, this is just it's a, go there was a stop. It's a, it's a stop sign. Yeah, t-, t intersection with the road tracks. We had that, but we had a place called Earl's Grill. Oh, I remember Earl's Grill. Earl's Grill. He ran that thing. It was pool tables in there. So, what do you think the West End kids went? Pool we tables. shot pool. Yeah. Uh, we we quarter dime. <laughs> we didn't have much. And you bet on credit, but don't bet the bully and lose because <laughs> you get whooped. <laughs> so you bet you bet RO sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. You, well, you get credit on the RO sandwiches. <laughs> But we sometimes we didn't make it on the school bus. Dan wouldn't come get us. He'd just freaking leave us. But well, he'd forget you? He wouldn't come in Earl's Griff. He'd come up and blew the horn. And you know, it's your fault you didn't go to school. You had to walk. Oh. He slowed down. He's <laughs> 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 actually didn't stop. You're talking about these West End kids. They didn't care. <laughs> Dan got paid whether he had one kid or a whole bus full of kids. Dan didn't care. He wasn't, it wasn't his job to get, on, get us on the bus. He used to get us there, but not get us on the bus. But... Oh, anyway. that's funny. Yeah, well, that's just the way it is, man. You know, oh, remember, call out, take your shirt off. And what, what, 
I don't know what old Dan's doing nowadays. If he is even still alive. I don't know. Bless him. I don't know what happened to Dan. Dan, the bus driver. Man, that's that's some funny stories. <laughs> but he was- Let me tell you, here's something funny. <clears throat> Going back to the prostitute that used to poop in the bag, got killed. Mm. And At the hotel? Yes. And they drug her body. They actually put her body in, in a, a trash, can. trash can. Rolled yeah. her down behind. Uh, David Mumba. Yeah, the. Um, I remember now. Who's the the car the car um, David Wilson David Wilson's body shop and hit her on the railroad tracks <clears throat> covered up with a bunch of brush and stuff. I know exactly about it, Malpa girl. <clears throat> David Wilson, the employee started calling about say that could be a dead cow or something hit on the railroad tracks. Wants to come check it out. And I'm brand new to Detective Bureau. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I'm brand new. Oh, yeah, first my, my first week, and I always tell a story. Said uh, after Jim Anderson, Jim was. I was supposed to be on the podcast last week. We're going to have him soon. Yeah, I was looking forward to that one. Greatest detective in the world. Yeah. And he's like, uh, covered. You stand here and don't let any, anybody pass this, the, the, the line to put the, uh, crime scene, crime scene line up. And, uh, he says, play reporters on them down here. It's all right. And they go way down the very end, you know, down, down toward the road tracks. You know, they look really small. They're so far away. Football field away. But, uh, covered. I'm brand new guy. Oh, oh, oh. I gotta go. <laughs> Here I go running. Yeah, I'm right. caught in action. They called me into the game. Getting called in off the bench. Coach called me in. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Never mind. Don't fall. Goes sends me back. Hey, Baffley sends me back. I had about three times. Finally, cover. Get down here. Get down. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay. I want my uh, I want my coffee black and white. With, I mean, black with the coffee with the cream. They give me their freaking coffee order. <laughs> Don't get the order wrong. No, yeah. you do not get the order wrong. Forget I'm like, the oh. It's like man's just like, that's what you ain't got their coffee. Yeah, what would you do? <laughs> I ain't got the coffee. I definitely ain't got the coffee. I know Jimmy wants his coffee, but he the coffee. Hey, Dad, you know what? Oh, that's, that's called me into action. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. But when y'all got hired, did they give you like a little test, right? To ask you some we questions. We all got hired at oh, the same time. When we got hired. Hey, do you remember this, Reggie? We got hired. We get went to rugby school, and we went to orientation that first week. Yeah, and we're in uniform. And Barry wore white socks. Sure did. Do you remember, I remember that? that? I remember yeah, I was from that. Lawado, Lawado, we crawl on your butt. He got all white up. socks. Uh, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Thanks, Steve. I was the only dumbass that wore the white socks. <laughs> yeah, blue uniform, black shoes. Boy, that blue uniform wasn't it like overalls or coveralls? Not or then. We're in our actual police uniform. Uh, oh, this we're, was like when we first got hired. Got, oh. got the measured or whatever for our uniforms. Yeah, well, yeah, we went to rookie school. We wore freaking jumpsuits. Jumpsuits, yeah. Light blue jumpsuits. Still we got looked mine. like genders. Well, they asked you. Still got yours, Barry? I can't get in that thing. What do you you still have it? Uh, yeah, I got it. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I get one arm in it. Yeah. I was a size 29 <clears throat> back then. What happened? 29 what? <laughs> 29 <laughs> waist. <laughs> <laughs> but when they, you know, when you, you got, we got hired, rather, they asked some questions and they asked me one that I didn't know how to answer, but I answered it this way. When I was working in the cotton mill, I was a guy that I used to give a ride to. His name was Dude. I won't say his real name. I don't know where he's at, but his name was Dude. <laughs> he's in the parking lot <laughs> waiting on you. <laughs> but, hey, jump off the bomb step. <laughs> no, no, I got tired of that crap. That shit got old. <laughs> but Dude. I was working at the cotton mill, and we went by the old police department. Y'all remember the Ford body shop that sat on the corner? Oh, yeah. 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 There was a wrecked car there. Had some nice Kreger mags on it. And I had a uh, a Nova, and I liked them Kregers sitting <laughs> at the Ford place. So dude says, 
You like them rims? I said, that's deep dish cracker, you know, five. Yeah, those crackers were the shit. Dude. Oh, that was the shit. I had an Nova yeah. jacket with shackles in the back, you know. And it looked good. That's the one Barry, uh, Larry had. Yeah, but we swapped. Yeah. <clears throat> it was a Trans Am to a Nova. Yeah. I remember that car. But I got that old Nova, and dude says, you like them rims? I, I slowed down and looked at them. Next night, we come by. He said, stop the car. At, Wait, are at, you you're working? Are you a cop? No, 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 no. Let me rephrase this crowd. Hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm I was working. Let me stay with us. <laughs> I was at the cotton mill. Pay attention. I was right, working right. second shift because you no know, four people. You know, in high school, it's because something called ICT. Oh yeah, industrial cooperative training. And I, Steve might not win. He was smart. I did. I did that. Oh yeah. When is for the dumb people to go <laughs> go to work, Reg? Go to work. Get out, get well, out Steve school. didn't do it. He's looking at it. You get out of school and go to work. Yeah, I worked eight hours like you did. In a cotton mill. In a cotton mill. You didn't do that, Steve? I did in the summer between. between oh, no, we did. <laughs> between school. <laughs> well, you did like manpower or something. something. We, we're talking about four fledged 40 hours a week or 50, dude. <laughs> yeah. You didn't. Steve ran low. Ran low. Oh, yeah, he's upper class. <laughs> he's upper class. <laughs> he <was. laughs> well, everybody don't know. Randall is a textile community. It is. But oh, anyway, yeah, it is. So I'm working in the cotton mill. Let me put this back because this was not when I was a police officer, but I was going to, they was asking questions when we was getting hired about stuff. You know, what you did and what you didn't do. Have you ever committed any larcenies or anything like that? Well, this is where the story's going. So, dude, he says, you like those rims? I said, yeah, I love them, man. He said, I have to maybe go buy them and see what they want for me. Said, no, we'll go buy and get them. I took the lud nuts off of them. They're just laying on the ground. I said, you already took the lud nuts? Yeah. All we got to do is pick them up. So I'm tooling them through there, and I stopped. He stopped the car as a hatchback Nova. <laughs> he threw them rims on my Nova. And I stopped. I mean, I did stop. He threw them in the car. I get home with them rims. All night, I ain't sleeping good. I'm like, I shouldn't have stopped. You, you waiting for the police to. <laughs> no. I told dude the next night we went to Cotton Mill. We get off at 10 o'clock, 2 to 10. He said, well, what's wrong with you? I said, we got to take them rims back. He said, you fucking crazy? He said, I said, we got we to gotta take the rims back. He said, I said, I can't do that. That's not right, man. This is good policing. You know, this is good yeah. character I am. <laughs> so I said, I can't. Character the fact. <laughs> I said, I can't accept them. He said, you know what? What's going to happen when the police pulls up and we, we tell them we're putting the rims back on the car? You think they're going to believe us? I don't know, dude. That was his nickname. We got to take them back. We pulled up. We didn't put them on the car. I was too scared. I threw them out of that damn note and I took off. I said, dude, don't ever do that again. After I become a police officer, dude called me one night. Dude was a gambler. He's stuck in a gambling house. And y'all know the guy. I won't say his name. Big time gambler. Then on a restaurant. Yep. <laughs> it was his house. Dude calls me. I hadn't been a police officer long. He says, what are you doing? A homie said, come get me, but bring some money. I said, what? He said, I need $200. This is before cell phones. He, well, called, he called your house. Yeah, he called at the house. He knew. Well, I mean, the workman. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just, this is before cell phones. Yes. He called the house. He said, I need you to come get me. I said, where are you at? He t- I ain't going to say the address. <laughs> and I said, they won't let me go. I said, who are they? And he said the names. I said, how much are you going to take? He said, $200. I ain't got $200. You know how much we make? He said, if you don't get it, you ain't going to see me. I said, bullshit. 
He's in Nobury. Hey, man, can I have your stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Remember those rims? Yeah. <laughs> so I'll clean this up fast. I said, you need $200. He said, I need it tonight. It's it's bad. I run up a tab. It ain't alcohol. A gambling tab. I need this $200. So I went to the ATM. I got the $200. I get out of the car at the house where, where they've kidnapped him. He won't let him out. They kidnapped him. <laughs> I knocked on the door for two hundred bucks. Well, yeah, I mean, he owed it. Wait a minute, Steve. That's business. You're a businessman. Oh, yeah, no, sure. Steve. Wait a minute. I mean, am I wrong here? Wait a minute. I mean, am I wrong? Just clarifying. I mean, that's all I was doing, Steve. If, if the man owes you two, you gonna let him go and let him pay you tomorrow when you can get it tonight? Because no, he's I calling. Understand. He's calling some poor sap like me to bring the money. So I go knock on the door. The guy comes to the door, and I won't say his name. And he says, "You got what it takes to get your friend out." I said, I have to see him. It's like proof of life or something. <laughs> it's 200 bucks, dude. I got to see him. I said, I need if he's to... dead, I ain't giving him 50 bucks. I said, if I don't see him, I ain't leaving him. <laughs> I ain't giving shit about the guy. If I don't see him, I ain't giving the money up. He says, uh, dude, come here. Dude comes up. He says, dude says, have you got what it takes to get me out of here? I said, how much did you say? Because I was making sure he was going to say $200. <laughs> the guy standing at the door, which I won't name, he said, $200, but if you don't pay now, it's going to be more. I said, well, it ain't going to be more for me. He's the one run the tab up. I said, <laughs> I got 200 If he don't pay me, it's going to be worse than you guys. <laughs> I, gave him the, I gave the guy standing at the door, who I won't name, I gave him $200. Dude gets in the car. I said, let me tell you something, dude. You think them guys is bad? If you don't pay this $200, he's still working at the cop mill. He never got out of there, dude. He's dead now, actually. You're going to pay me that. And it's going to be two fifty. He said, what? I said, I'm just joking. Just give me $200. You know what he did? Two weeks later, he gives me two fifty. I said, I'm joking, man. He said, I gave you points because you saved my ass. <laughs> he gave me two fifty like I was a long shark. Now, I I was joking, but he gave me two fifty. I took it. But but the guy at the door <clears throat> that, that owned the restaurant, he's dead now. Yeah. No, well, the guy at the door I'm talking about ain't dead. Oh. Okay. I, I, know. I know who you're talking about now. But we won't name him. Yeah, but the but, other guy... Hang, hung with them. Yeah. Is dead now. So, but that's the more, what would you guys do? I mean, I want you honestly. Would you to bail that dude? Uh, how close were you? Yeah, I, like, I'd bail you guys out. Yeah, I'd bail you guys out. Well, I mean, day. he worked in the mill and I took him home for two years. He did give me a set of craggers. <laughs> <laughs> that was stolen. <laughs> he got I was worth 200 bucks right there. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I felt sorry for the dude. He, I'm not his life. A lot he has. I took him the two. Y'all took him the two. Yeah, I, I probably would have. Yeah, depending on, yeah. Well, but anyway, I took the rims back, so. That that's not larceny if you take it back, right? That's lar- is it unlarceny at that point? <laughs> I mean, I'm just that unlarceny. But if y'all had been a police officer then and you'd have seen me, well, you know the, the for larceny is you have to take it with intent to deprive them of it permanently. Yes, and I didn't have the intent. Well, let me back up. That night he had the intent. Dude did. Barry didn't. But you after you thought about you worked it. in concert. What is that? <laughs> but I know what I mean. But I felt bad, so I didn't want to intend that. What'd you say intend to so problem permanently? What, what you did, Barry, was you lost a good night's sleep. General statute 14-72. There's a supervisor right there. And once you thought about it, you consciously could not go through with it. Well, you sound like a lawyer, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right, Rich. So you had dude to take them back. I was with dude. You you and dude took them back. I was with dude when we got them. Threw them over the fence in your home. No, we didn't throw them over the fence. They was in the front right there at the police department, the old police department. You can see the police department is up front. The car was 
wreck. Yeah, the old Ford body is a body shop. Yeah, it's a Ford okay. body shop. It was the white building at the round corner. That's it. It was sitting out front, Reggie. You wouldn't, I wouldn't have went behind a fence. I just put them, dude, threw them in there. <clears throat> For some reason, I was thinking about the, the, uh, I knew that at the time, I knew what a Ford body shop was, mm. but in my mind, I was thinking the, uh, the fork in the road at the Gaston and airline. There's no, a, no. There's no, a car dealership right off, behind dude. it. No, this but is I, what, but I'm, I'm, I'm with you now. Yeah. Well, I took them back. <clears throat> Let me get that out. Barry, we appreciate you being here, man. And we, so many things else we could talk about, but you're coming back with yard balls yes. at some point. We can get that organized. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Any shout outs or anything there? Hound dog. Yeah, the uh, Renegade Pig shout-out goes to uh, Milwaukee, Milwaukee Ironman. We love you, Milwaukee. And uh, shout-out to Knob Creek. We, we actually rated on the last podcast we did on, that aired on August the 30th, 2021. It was 87? Uh, no, yes. 7? No, 7. It's 7. It's Daily Drinker. Yeah, overall. Yeah, overall. But anyway, we enjoyed that. Barry, thank you for being here, brother. <clears throat> Enjoyed any, it. Any shout outs? Anybody that you want to, uh, you know, we have like 12 people listen to us. So, <laughs> well, yeah, maybe we got 13 of Brother Larry. <laughs> yeah. No, this is all the first responders. Be safe and secure and get home safe to your families. Absolutely. Guys, and I enjoyed it. Let's remember, let's drink about it and drink responsibly. And you can find us on any platforms out there on uh, more than 20 platforms. It is more than 20. Anything that you actually listen to, you can find us on. If not, you can find us on our own website, Bourbon and Badges. Uh, this is Buzz Prattleside, if that's our host. If you can't find us on some kind of uh, podcast application, you probably don't need to be listening to us. You can email us at bourbonandbadgesyahoo.com. You can find us on uh, social media, Facebook. We have a private group. You can welcome to join. Leave any comments. And TikTok coming soon. TikTok. <laughs> I guess. Unless Steve gets mad at me and says we can't do that anymore. I stay mad at you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. It was fun. <laughs>